to us was that there was a big suspicion about her um, being abused by her father figure. That okay. It wasn't clear whether he really was her father, but right. her mum her mum had left him, left her with this man and his friend, oh, right. but okay. we found out awful things after about what had been going on, yeah. um, which caused problems when yeah. Tracy started growing up. As a child, she was easy. She was the easiest of the three. Okay. It was like, and I, again, I've read about it, um, children who'd been abused. They seem to be able to shut the door on it while they're children, mm. but it resurfaces usually a teenage and causes okay. a lot of problems. And that's what happened. I, I wish we had been told Warned more and given more help yeah. before we got to that teenage yeah. stage. Yes, she was easy. She did, That was raggy room and everything and she didn't want to talk about it and occasional. And you know, normally you talk to children about, because mm -hmm. it's healthy for them to talk about their life, you know, before they came yeah. to you if they're older. Mm. And, you know, we'd go past a baker's shop and she'd suddenly say, oh, my nana used to make something that smelled like that. She had nice memories of her grandma, yeah. but not so much of her mum and father figure. And, um, yeah, yeah, yeah just it, like, it just yeah. blew up at teenage um, and she got in the influence of two girls at school who were encouraging her, well, really to take on a male persona and... She wouldn't, she wouldn't let us help her and she wouldn't let us talk to her, you know. And she hated, by then, her biological parents. She, she was going to find them and kill them. I said, well, that won't solve anything, mm. will it? And we, we tried to give her, well, obviously we're praying for her and trying to help her in the, in the Christian way. And, you know, well, if there was a God, why did he let those things happen to me? And... I said, well, he didn't leave you in them. He brought you out of them, mm. you know, and there's a, there's a way yeah. to, to get help with it. But she she couldn't, she couldn't hear it. Mm. And it got to such a pitch that I didn't know how much longer I could manage to not say you've got to leave. And I didn't want to say that. She was nearly 16. And by that time, she was... Um, running away Audrey had to go and look for her at night she was she stole the car and crashed it she couldn't drive she um was going to a young people's unit which made things worse not better mm -hmm. um she's getting bad influence by the other kids that taking overdoses yeah rampaging around the house at night and upsetting Jonathan he didn't understand what was yeah, going on yeah he wouldn't on. have no understood and it got to a pitch one night where she put she'd got all the kitchen knives and she put a note under the door threatening to kill me. I think because she got all this anger, and where could it go? Mm. And we, we were there, you know. Yeah. Um, wow. So we, we barricaded the bedroom door and got through that night. Yeah. Um, and she was stealing off us and people who was visiting at the house and everything. It was yeah. just, it was really, you can't imagine it. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's really difficult. So I think... Just being a parent to any child, you, you don't get taught how to do it. You're no. learning off. No. Uh, you're learning as you go. You don't really know what you're doing. But add this into s certain things like having to deal with somebody who's obviously got yeah, and ha trauma. Half of you understands why yeah. that's happening, and the anger and the hurt, and and half of you thinks, oh, you know, have we not? Have we not? 
this is something that we should have done or could have done mm -hmm. to avoid. so did you feel guilt not yeah oh guilt yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, you, so you're you constantly it, wondering you, what you Oh no, I mean, done. how much later is it now? You know, it's um, possibly at least, it must be 20 years. And we're still praying for Tracy and she's, her life's a total mess. And, mm. um, yeah, because we've been praying for her. And what can and we do more, and, more yeah. to help? Well, you can't, you know, um, you Just can't make... Just be there when she reaches out, which you are, I know yeah, you are. Yeah. Which she does from time to time, yeah. doesn't she? But I tell you something, it's been, it's in a strange way, a great strengthening of faith. Not when I was going through it, when I look back on it. Okay, so talk me through because, that. Because um, when I was going through it, I was just, I can't cope, Lord. I don't know what to do. And, um, and but now and afterwards, I said, well, how how do you go through that and you don't lose your faith and you don't stop praying and you don't mm. um knowing that you've got to the end of what you can do yeah. means that you know that god has carried you yeah. through it and kept you going mm -hmm. and that is a really strengthening yeah thing and if you not easy way you're going through awful, it but awful. no and when i've heard other christians speak about being carried through knowing they were being carried through some trial by God and I think well that wasn't my experience so I want people to know sometimes it's not like that mm. I mean our, my lovely friend Jenny often she was floating in a, on a cloud through all these horrible yeah. things that she was you know and um I used yeah. to think well I wish but then God and that's another very important thing God gives different experiences mm. to all of us Definitely. yeah yeah, I mean, I can, I can't, I can't relate, obviously, to to a lot of that. But I mean, my brother was, my dad was a minister. I think mm. I've shared. But my my brother, you know, he he rebelled and he would go. He got suspended from school, expelled from, seven times, expelled from school, and his he just lost the plot as a yeah. teenager. And yeah. you couldn't really foresee it. And now looking back, there are certain things I'll oh, be yeah. signs and things. Yeah. And but my mum and dad, they, yeah, they would have must have. I mean, I just. One of the main reasons I played so much sport is because I could get out of the house because mm. I wouldn't be there. Mm. I just wanted to be out, but Jonathan obviously couldn't do that because he wasn't able yeah, to do it. Yeah, so but Chris Christian families, I think, often feel a great deal of guilt if, yeah. if they have a child that goes wrong. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's the story of the prodigal, mm. you know, yeah. that, that when they and you pray that they will turn back and ask the father to forgive them and he will run and welcome them. And changing slightly, but you were obviously you were part of a good church at the, at the time. Uh, Christianity or churches, you've got a reputation of you've got to kind of put your Sunday suit on and make everything look like it's all right. <laughs> and for most families, there's a lot of things that aren't right, yeah. and we and we some of them some of these things we know about, some of the things we don't. Yeah. How did I imagine you did a lot of families that you knew that everything did seem. Like it was going very smoothly. How did you deal? Was that was that an issue? Oh, yeah, did you we have were, support? We were, it was only a small church we were right, in, okay. and we were very close. At the time, Tracy was a teenager, and we were very close to Humphrey and Ruth, who was the Adrian Humphrey were the elders. They kept the church right. going, you know. Okay. And every Friday evening, nearly, we'd go and um, spend some time with them, and they were very 
yeah, they knew brilliant. and they would support that's, us. That's yeah. great. And I'd love yeah. to think that that would happen yeah. in our church, yeah. that we wouldn't need to hide things, that we I would pray we would Jonathan had um, a club or something, because I know we, would, we could go on our own and have an hour or two with them. Yeah, and they had much younger children. Yeah. So, uh, but because we were a small church, it wasn't hidden. Yeah. And people knew. Um, that's good. Yeah. So you had support there. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, Humphrey said, and I'm sure he still does, he's in his 80s now, prays for Tracy every day. Mm. You know, uh, there was. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah. And we keep doing that. Yeah. Um, and so you stayed in Edinburgh, um, and uh, Jonathan did eventually leave home. Um, only about ten years ago, in his early thirties. He's he's four. I better think. He's forty three now. All right. Okay. Yeah, and um, when he got to about the age of thirty. Um, and Ardy had already had one serious illness when Miriam was about 12. And I said, you know, one day we're not going to be here. Jonathan's never going to be independent. He was very well provided for. Yeah. Had lovely outdoor work at the Pentland Hills and two days at a Christian Day Centre. But it, as you get older, it's harder because he's a young man. He, mm -hmm. he wants to do things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's got enough intelligence to know what he wants to do. Yeah. I mean, if he had any days off before I got my eyes open, he'd be in the bedroom with yellow pages planning where we yeah. were going to go and what we we're going to do. You sport usually because yeah. he's very keen on sport. Um, so was that difficult when he... It, it, when, when so he, I said, uh, we talked to Toby and I said, Audrey was very reluctant that he should go away, and, and I I was, but I also wanted us to plan it while we were still here, but mm -hmm. it wasn't something sudden, and yeah. you ended up somewhere unsuitable. Yeah. But it's the hardest thing we've ever done to, mm -hmm. um, to um, you know, and because it's far away. Yeah. But that's only because it was the best, be best place for Jonathan. And it's been a good... Oh, it has. It's truly it. Christian. That must be encouraging for you. It's truly Christian, and he's got a variety of activities, and generally he's happy and well provided for. He still has his frustrations. Jonathan's problem is he's able enough to know what he wants to do and not understand why he can't mm. do it all. Yeah. Um, and understand safety issues and things like that. Yeah. But he's physically able. He's fairly mentally able, oh, that's great. but he's not safe, and he can't. It, the things you need to live independently, he hasn't got. Mm -hmm. He hasn't. He can't look after himself properly, and yeah. all that kind of thing. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So we've, as always, we kind of focused on a lot of the difficult things that that happen in our lives, and we learn a lot from suffering. We learn a lot from difficult things. But oh, but I've had, well, I've had a lot of um, joy and pleasure with. Especially because people think with a, a child with special needs, it's all hard. Exactly. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, it's been loving and very, uh, very keen sense of humour. Mm -hmm. And yeah, yeah, it's been a lot of good things. Yeah, that's lovely yeah. to hear. And obviously, uh, Miriam, she... Um, well, that's, that was wonderful. Because when Audrey's father died, about Miriam was about 12. And that really had a big impression on her, coming to the funeral with us. And I would say she 
because, you know, she talked to Audrey then about um, faith and then it was sort of strengthened going to the Swiss Union camps yeah. and she was helped yeah. by them as well because there wasn't anyone just her age in our little church. Yeah, we we tried to make sure she had Christian friends, so we took her to um, youth fellowships. In, yeah, uh, there was one at Abbey Hill and one at uh, Saint Columbus, and she went, and we made sure she got uh, the Swiss Union holidays so that she yeah. did have Christian friends. But it was hard for her, and mm-hmm. um, I actually think it's made her strong. Yeah, uh, I I know I've got friends who've got children who've been in bigger churches with very comfortable with lots of friends their own age teenagers and they sort of managed to keep the heads below the parapet but if you're uh, and it might be Miriam's character as well you know more outspoken and that but yeah yeah I think that's right yeah I think I agree with you I've seen that a lot with people I've, mm. I've got to know and, yeah. and seen yeah, yeah I, I think it definitely and, and you're really making that decision for yourself then you're not uh, yes because you've had to it's, it's more difficult it's more of a sacrifice in mm. some ways mm. um yeah and obviously you've got three grandchildren who are um absolutely doing very well. all yeah. of them yeah, yeah so loving and yeah yeah and, and they've not really had well since they've come to the living room they've not had people their own age no. either so that's no. been quite i think it's been hardest for susanna because uh rebecca's had a you friends yeah and and Ali needs people at Musselburgh yes Baptist although well. it's, it's been hard for Ali with um not being you know having these head pains yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah but uh as I say I can't say anything else they're just a lovely yes lovely so what, what do you think you've what what would what um would you say to what messages would you give to others um, if they were in similar kind of positions to you? Young parents, I guess. What would what would be your advice from what you've experienced? Well, it's it's funny because I talked it over recently with Andrew on our, and the others on our, in our Wednesday morning because um, it was after the the talk about um, Paul cherishing the church, the believers. Yeah. Like a like a parent like cherishes a, like a, a mother child. and a father. Yeah. And I said. Um, you know, I, I, I really would love people to see that those years are so important, cherishing your children when you're a young family. They go so quickly. They don't seem like it at the time. Mm-hmm. You can't do that input after, mm. you know, you just, yeah. you just can't do it. And because we've seen with some of the, I didn't mention all the foster children we've had, but the the damage it causes to them when they've not got that secure. Yeah. Um, and in fact, how they thrive as soon as they come into a, a secure, settled environment where they know what's happening and they know they're being cared for and they're getting the meals and they're getting the songs and they're getting the stories and yeah. um, they become different children, you know. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah, cherish your children. Audrey's father said, uh, he regretted not having spent more time with his children because he was very busy providing for a family of eight. He had a business and he was travelling away. Um, what you might expect a Dutchman to be doing, buying bulbs and them <laughs> to sell at the market in Spalding. And his, yes, and his father was a nurseryman. Plants, you see, it was all, okay. it was all, um, and 
couple also had a, like a, a small farm really so but he's traveling a lot yeah and so he was away over Maui yeah yeah so that was something that Audrey didn't want Audrey to replicate was, exactly but I think he was forced to by the kind of family situation we had <laughs> I don't think it'd have been the same anyway because yeah. in character he's more like his mum than his dad okay um but Audrey Audrey had those different decisions to make um, which were when he went to university he was told oh you know you dedicate yourself to this and work all hours and you can be a professor soon and mm -hmm. he was eventually but yeah. <laughs> very much later but he said no um, um, I've got a family I've got a church and I'm, I'll work hard in the hours that I am at work but that's not the be all and end all. Mm. So he'd got colleagues who'd be not, not going home in the evening, they'd still yeah. be working, you know, and um, he didn't do that. Yeah, Adri shared that in our home group recently, and I think it, I was certainly challenged by that. Yes. Somebody who work, has to work long hours, and just that statement of this is who I am, I'm not bound by my by my work. And yeah, yeah work's important, you do a good well, job, was, which, he, which he, he, was, he would have done. He was, um, I mean, left himself, he, he, he was ambitious and able, and yeah. Um, but it wasn't the most important yes, thing. Yes, but he wasn't going to go all out for that and neglect other things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a really good example, I think, and it's great to have yourself and Adri to, and to I appreciate that it was it was easier for us for for me to stay at home and uh, look after children because there was a married man's tax allowance, um, and. On the other hand, when we bought our first house, the mortgage rate was 17%. Yeah. Can you imagine dealing with that? No, now? I wouldn't be happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, and because uh, we've been able to save up. So we weren't, no, you know, I appreciate that it is harder financially now. But then the expectations are so different, you see. And the pressure of advertising, because mm -hmm. I've talked with other older people my age about how what we were willing to start off with, and how now it seems like often young people want to have it all <laughs> right yeah. at the beginning instead of looking at where you are now and thinking that's taken a lifetime yeah. to achieve. Well, you well know? I, I read a little bit about the millennial. That's the kind of nineteen eighty one. You're born nineteen eighty one. Yeah. But that is the kind of mantra of that is you want everything now and if you don't get it you move yes. job after a year and that kind of I mean there's a lot of good things about that generation as well I think but oh, yeah no. it's certainly, I know, I'm, not, it's certainly, I'm not saying everything it, yeah it's good and bad but yeah it's certainly something and also there's a little bit of a uh, we know best as well and, and not looking to the experiences we can learn mm. from the older mm. generation which yeah they might be different it's different but I think yes it's well that, that's another to, thing that makes me a bit sad sometimes because we have got loads of experience yeah. and we'd love to share things and I'm not just talking to myself I'm oh yeah, no, yeah. older Christians yeah. generally and that should happen in the it church should. Yeah. yes and uh, but sometimes you think I don't say anything because I'll seem to be disapproving if I say anything and I'm not I'm just wanting to encourage people to think well, I think if everybody's got the attitude of well I'm younger I want to learn more but I accept that things are different, yeah. I've got to listen, yeah. and likewise, older generation going, accepting that not everything that happened to me will be the same for that no. person, like some of the things you've explained, yeah. so if we can work together a bit better, 
and I'd like to think that our, that we we try to do that at the living room. I mm. probably could do it a bit better, but yeah, I think it's important. I think these discussions it's good mm. for to well, happen. My, my grandchildren get all my stories. So they get them whether <laughs> they want them or not. <laughs> yeah, that's what I like to hear. I'm gangster granny, you see. Gangster granny, oh, yes, okay. Because because I'm such a good little girl. Right. <laughs> I used to get on my report, Susan is eager to please, you know. I was a good little girl. Yeah. And I and I get on a bit of a rebel. <laughs> you were turning into a rebel. Well you know, like I quite like my clickbait titles for these podcasts. So yeah. maybe I'm gonna call this the gangster <laughs> granny. <laughs> we'll see, I'll think about that. <laughs> no, that's great. You're a very wise uh, woman, very wise Christian, you um, you're, an, you're an English teacher, you obviously like reading. What Tell us things that you're reading. What do moment. I not read? What do you not read? Give us a flavour of what you're reading but right what now. What I'm not reading is John Owen, which is you're very not difficult reading John Owen, so, so, so I'm Audrey, just reading. Audrey would be reading John Owen. I've <laughs> tried to read John Owen, and I think I get the gist of it. I love it, but it's hard. You have to be, your mind has to be fully yeah. there. So, uh, yeah. so. Well, you see, the main advantage of... Um, being retired, uh, the is retired now, uh, is that we have a lot of time. So we spend quite a bit of time um, reading the different parts of the Bible. So we'd be, we'd be reading through a book mm-hmm. every a bit every day, but we'd also, like I read Daily Bread, so I, we'd read those verses and talk about them first thing. Okay. Cup of tea so what you learn from it, or what your view <laughs> yeah. of something like that yeah. is, and how it applies to your yes, life. Yes, and so. then we'd have another session after breakfast with, um, you know, um, praying, and we've got a bit more organised, so we've got a list of different things to pray for each day. Oh, that's brilliant. Because I was challenged by my friend Margaret, who's older, whose husband was um, was martyred in Somalia, uh, killed by these Islamist people trying to help his home village. And um, she, she, she'll say, uh, she lives in, I don't see it hardly ever, but she lives in the Midlands, not far from Jonathan, so we met up and she has a prayer list and she says, if you've got anything, it goes to the top of my list. And she's organised and she's praying mm. people, you know. Yeah, so uh, that's something you've it's taken a good, from. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we always pray, but then you, you, you end up going round the houses. Yeah. And so I said, look. Then we better divide it up, and we we always pray for certain things, but then yeah, like missions and yeah. various other things like that. You so know. still still learning, still trying new things. Oh, and incredible! Still... I think you the more I think the more you read the Bible, the more you realise you don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, yeah, I, I certainly think even that familiar well. passages, and you see yeah. new, new something new, something different. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Um, we've probably, I've not even really been tracking time, but I think we've done all right. <laughs> I think you've probably think done enough. <laughs> think we think we've done well, so just, yeah, thanks very much for, for agreeing to do this. Um, I think it's been great, it's been fascinating, I've really enjoyed hearing. I've known some of what you've said before, um, but I've, I didn't know a lot of it, so it's mm. been great. Thank you very much. And then feel free to ask me anybody. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, like, uh, if these, if there's something that anybody speaks about over these weeks, um, yeah. There's something you want to know more about. I think that's good. We can engage and, and help each other. Yeah. So it's a good point. Thank you. That's great.